לקוטי סיכס חלק י"ז, פרקי אביס, פרק ד'. The second Mishnah in the fourth chapter of Pirkei Avais, Perak Dalad, is a teaching of Shimon ben Azai, who is only referred to as ben Azai in this Mishnah. Ben Azai Oimer, Hevei Ratz L'mitzvah Kala, Ubei Reach Min Ha'avera. Ben Azai says, race to a minor mitzvah, a mitzvah easily fulfilled, and flee sin. שמצווה גוררס מצווה, ואבירה גוררס אבירה, ששכר מצווה מצווה, ושכר אבירה אבירה. Why? For one מצווה leads to another מצווה, and one sin leads to another sin. The reward for a מצווה is a מצווה, and the reward for a sin is another sin, is a second reason. With this lesson incorporated into the teachings of ethics, lessons of pious behavior, Benazai isn't just enjoining us about the fulfillment of mitzvahs in general or about minor mitzvahs, and he isn't just saying avoid sin, because this is all self-understood and it's very clear for a Jew that he must fulfill all the mitzvahs, including the minor mitzvahs, and that he should refrain from God forbid transgressing even stuff that doesn't seem as major. What he wants to teach here is about energy and attitude, the attitude one should take to the fulfillment of a mitzvah. Race, says Ben-Azai, to do even the most minor mitzvah and flee from an Avera. The dispassionate observance or fulfillment of a mitzvah is not sufficient. There has to be passion. There has to be enthusiasm. And it's not enough to just be avoidant of sin, but one must be consciously and passionately so and flee from it. But here's the challenge in this Mishnah. Doing a mitzvah with enthusiasm isn't really a specifically pious behavior. It's actually a definitive halacha, a law in the code of Jewish law, where we're instructed that it's God's desire that we run to shul, to synagogue, and to do the same when we are doing any other mitzvah. So what is new here in this teaching of Ben-Azai that is actually a halachic obligation that turns his teaching into a particularly pious action? Also, why doesn't Ben-Azai phrase this as race to do a minor mitzvah as you would a major one, one that is more effortful, which seems to be the theme of his teaching, and also is in line with the preceding Mishnah that speaks about care in the performance of a mitzvah and warns us to be careful with a minor mitzvah just as a major one. We must then say that though when it comes to being careful with a mitzvah, indeed one must be equally scrupulous for a minor mitzvah just as a more major one, but the passion for the mitzvah is not the same for a minor mitzvah as for a major mitzvah. Therefore, Ben-Azai teaches us to race to do a minor mitzvah, to indeed race with enthusiasm, to fulfill a minor mitzvah, whereby we note that there must be even greater enthusiasm for an even greater mitzvah. What's puzzling is why Ben-Azai had to add the word kala, a minor mitzvah, at all. Had he just said run to do a mitzvah, any mitzvah, all mitzvahs, we would understand that the enthusiasm for a mitzvah 
depends on its importance because he would have left out the association of a minor one versus a major one. Now, Benazai says there are two reasons for this teaching, to make sure to run to do a minor mitzvah and to flee sin. One is that a mitzvah brings another one along with it, mitzvah goyreres mitzvah. So run for this reason. And sin drags another one in its wake, avera goyreres avera. Flee for this reason. And two, the reward for a mitzvah is in fact yet another mitzvah, schar mitzvah mitzvah. And the reward, so to speak, of an avera is another avera. Of sin is another sin. Looking at these explanations, it seems that simply the difference between the two is that in the first case, what is explained is why a Jew must race to fulfill even a simple or minor mitzvah, because even this minor mitzvah will draw him to fulfill many more mitzvahs. And the latter reason tells us to race to do this mitzvah for the sake of the mitzvah itself because of the reward for this mitzvah. This is like the explanation of Rav Avajabar that the reward and the pleasure a person has fulfilling the mitzvah, obvious from his enthusiasm, is also considered a mitzvah. Or, as the Medrash Shmuel explains it, the reward for a mitzvah is the mitzvah, the connection, the tzafsa, the bond that one now has with God through the fulfillment of that mitzvah. But according to this explanation, the primary reason is the reward of a mitzvah is a mitzvah, which explains that the racing to fulfill this mitzvah is due to the actual mitzvah, particularly according to the explanation of Rav Avajabar that the reward for a mitzvah is the mitzvah, doesn't mean that the reward is the mitzvah he's enthusiastically pursuing, but it's the actual enthusiasm and pursuit itself. And the reason that one mitzvah leads to another is only an additional reason if and when the first reason that a mitzvah is the reward for a mitzvah won't encourage an enthusiasm for a person to race for this mitzvah. Let him do the mitzvah for the sake of the fact that this mitzvah fulfilled brings to many more mitzvahs. But in that case, why does Ben Azai preface the reason that one mitzvah brings another to the reward of a mitzvah is a mitzvah, mitzvah if it's to serve a purpose as only an additional reason? This idea of racing to perform a mitzvah as an avodah a divine service, has yet another source in ethics of our fathers. In the fifth chapter, in chapter Hey, we read, Rabbi Yehuda ben Tema says, Be bold and be swift. Run like a deer to fulfill the will of your Father in heaven. This teaching is quoted by the Alter Rebbe as a foundational teaching and introduction to the entire code of Jewish law, the Shulchan Aruch. It turns out, that there are three ways or themes of running in one's divine service. One, running for a mitzvah as an obligatory part of the mitzvah, specific to the mitzvah of running to shul, to which is added the words, and so it should be with every mitzvah. Two, the rush to fulfill the will of our Father in heaven, which is not law, 
but rather a way to serve God with piety, and thus is taught in the Tractate of Ethics, because it is an act of piety, which is equally relevant to every Jew. It's included by the Baal HaTurim in the Torah and in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe. Three, the teaching of Benazai. You should race to fulfill a light mitzvah or a minor mitzvah is a pious behavior that is not for all, and therefore it is quoted only in Ethics of Our Fathers, and the enthusiasm here in the performance of the mitzvah is about racing to perform a minor mitzvah. The enthusiasm a Jew exhibits in the fulfillment of the divine will of God points to his joy and his desire to fulfill Ritzayn Kainai, his creator's will, and to give pleasure to the one who formed him. Racing to fulfill a mitzvah proves that his joy and enthusiasm are unbounded by his own spiritual limitations. He therefore doesn't walk calmly to do a mitzvah. He effortfully races to fulfill that mitzvah. And that unbounded joy and enthusiasm that transcends his nature and his comfort zone even to fulfill Hashem's will made obvious in his race to fulfill a mitzvah is only possible for someone who is deeply humbled and experiences no ego in his relationship with God. As long as someone is experiencing ego, for sure someone who seeks honor, while he can fulfill a mitzvah with enthusiasm and joy, it's a calculated effort and thereby it's a limited kind of joy. He isn't racing wildly to fulfill the mitzvah. It's only a person who is egoless in his relationship with God who can arouse a joy that has no limitations. You can see it in his running to fulfill a mitzvah. Only one who really humbles himself, as King David did, frolicking before God and dancing before God, though he was king, but saw himself before God as lowly. This idea actually addresses a question that arises regarding this law in the Alter Rebbe's Code of Law, that it is a mitzvah to run to Shul and also to run to do every other mitzvah. The Alter Rebbe quotes the source for this law as a verse in Hosea, chapter 6, Perak Vav, verse 3, Pasuk Gimel. Near the Faludases Hashem, the Pasuk states, let us strive, pursue, the knowing of God. Though the Alter Rebbe's style is to explain the reasons for halacha, he doesn't also concurrently quote the source verse for every law. In fact, in most of the halachas in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe does not quote a source verse. So why here? How is this mitzvah of racing to Shul to do a mitzvah different? More surprising yet is that the Torah does not mention the source verse, when he states this halacha. Also, from the phraseology in the Alter Rebbe's Code of Law, it's a mitzvah to run to shul, and so to every mitzvah, as it says, let us pursue knowing God, it turns out that this verse is the source for the fact that it is a mitzvah to run both to shul and to perform any mitzvah. But then in the Gemara, the verse is only brought as a source for the halacha to race to shul. And a completely different verse is quoted 
as the source, also a verse from Hosea, Parakyud Aleph, chapter 11, Pasuk Yud, verse 10, they will follow after the Lord, he will roar like a lion. We can explain this as follows. By quoting the verse in Hosea, let us give pursuit to know God. The Altarebbe isn't looking to bring the source of the law, but rather he presents the verse as a reason, the reason for the idea of racing or running in one's divine service, whether to shul or for any other mitzvah. The Tzemach Tzedek's explanation of this verse will help us to better understand. The verse in its entirety is, and let us know, let us pursue knowing the Lord, like the dawn whose going forth is sure, and he will come to us like rain, like the latter rain which satisfies the earth. Why the repetition of the word know, and let us know, let us pursue knowing the Lord? The Tzemach Tzedek explains that each reference of Das, knowing God, is a different level of knowledge and perception. There's a Das Tachtim, lower knowledge, and Das Elyon, higher knowledge, two alternative levels of perception of reality. Das Elyon is the godlike perspective from which the spiritual world is perceived as reality, and this world is a mere echo of it, or even non-existent. Das Tachtim, the opposite, earthbound perspective. The divine per- service of the pursuit of knowing God, racing to fulfill a mitzvah, emanates from a Das Elyon perspective. From the perspective of Das Tachtin, this knowledge is experienced as a Tachtin of an earth-centric or world-centric reality, where ego and world exist and are vivified by the ayin of God. This perception allows only for a walking type of divine service, a calculated progression from one spiritual level to another. The perspective of Das Elyon, higher knowledge, is that the higher realm is reality, and the earthly realm, this world, is seen to be nothing. This higher perception allows for an Aveda of pursuit to run beyond and out of one's egocentricity, out of one's calculations and limitations. Even though this Aveda of running and racing, pursuit of God, transcending calculations and limitations, flows from the nullification of ego to the extent that one's perception of the divine is Das Elyon. The code of Jewish law, nevertheless, determines that every Jew has the mitzvah to run to the synagogue and to do the same for any mitzvah. Why? Because even someone who is not at this level in his divine service and his joy and enthusiasm is limited and even measured, still has this mitzvah for his body, his feet, to run to fulfill the commandment. And everyone has this obligation, no matter if he's on the level of a Das Elyon perspective or not. There's a similar expectation in several mitzvahs where the fulfillment of the mitzvah is determined by the nature and spiritual intention of the mitzvah, no matter whether the person observing the mitzvah has a grasp of this inner meaning or even knows of this deeper intention. Its fulfillment must still be in the way prescribed. An example would be the mitzvah of the reading of Shema, Kriya Shema, 
The Shema prayer must be prefaced by the Psuke de Zimra, the verses of praise, and the blessings for the reading of the Shema. If one is to reach the appropriate sense of God's oneness in his sovereignty over the seven heavens and the single earth and over the four sides of the world, and in order to reach the love of God that is spoken of in the Vyahafta section of the Shema reading. Yet even for one who does not yet have this sense in reach, this is still the order in which all must read the Shema. So why would someone who is at this spiritual point of understanding be obligated in the physical expression of this racing to a mitzvah? The very act of habituating oneself to running with enthusiasm to perform any type of mitzvah facilitates his ability to reach this point, to ultimately run because he feels it, feel this completely, feels this completely undefined and unbounded joy and excitement in divine service. So too in one's pursuit in knowing God. The pursuit is the vehicle that ultimately brings to this intimate relationship with God and not the other way around, that one pursues God because he grasps this knowingness. Now we can understand why the running to shul. Why is this how this halacha is defined? Because we go to the synagogue to pray, and prayer is a service of the heart. The experience of prayer is a Jew cleaving to God to reach ever higher closeness in his divine service. This service begins with a pursuit that results in knowing God with Das Elyon in an egoless way. And so one first races to the synagogue to pray to get this service that facilitates knowing God intimately. And this then leads to one not walking, but running to every mitzvah. These are the sought-after outcomes of the lessons of running that we study in the Tractate of Ethics, elucidating the law in the Shulchan Aruch to race to Shul. This speaks to the inner intention of running, the enthusiasm, the haste, the unegoed, unbounded passion and excitement in divine service that is the great service of pious behavior. In this very service, there are two distinctions. One, the lesson of Rabbi Yehuda ben Tema, run swiftly like a deer to fulfill the will of your Father in heaven, a divine service of rushing to a mitzvah that is the same for every Jew. And two, the lesson from ben Azai, to race to fulfill a minor mitzvah, which is not an instruction for all equally. Yehuda ben Tema isn't speaking about the enthusiasm and joy in the performance of a specific mitzvah. He's rather referring to the attitude of joy and enthusiasm one should have as he faces a day of divine service before the details of his day have even unfolded. Like the declaration of a general attitude of gratitude to God with a maida'ani immediately upon awakening from sleep, which is why Yehuda ben Tema says, race to fulfill the will of your Father in heaven. It's about the essential point of one's entire day's worth of divine service. And he doesn't say, run to fulfill a mitzvah. This is also why this instruction introduces 
the entire code of Jewish law before we even learn the law of saying Moda'ani, because the level of devotion that Yehuda ben Tema is teaching us about is a more general acknowledgement and thanks and expression of devotion than the acknowledgement of the Moda'ani. This more general message of awareness is relevant to every Jew, no matter his spiritual condition, just like the Moda'ani is recited even for, before the rinsing of the impurities off of one's hands with the morning hand washing, because, to quote, all the impurities of the world do not make him pure the Maida'ani of a Jew. He may even be lacking one way or another, but his Maida'ani remains complete. Benazai adds to this teaching of Yehuda ben Tema and says pious behavior would be to race to a minor mitzvah and to flee from a sin. In other words, even when one is actively involved in a particular mitzvah and is distracted or disengaged from the essential purpose of what a mitzvah is, the fulfillment of God's will, because this minor mitzvah he's doing that is so easily fulfilled has its own distinctions, he needs to get himself into a headspace where he is dynamically, enthusiastically, and joyously engaged with no limitations. How exactly can Benazai demand this of a Jew? The details of a mitzvah make it a limited experience. How then can this evoke this running kinesis that transcends any limitation? Benazai's demand of this was based on his own temperament and on his own behavior. Benazai never married. He never had children and said that he was not meant to because his heart desired Torah and these were things that would tether him to this world and his personal divine service was about transcendence, Rotsui. And so the Talmud Chagiga teaches us that Benazai, upon entering the orchard of Pardes, the chamber of the mysteries of all of Torah, glimpsed the divine and died. He transcended, but there was no descent, no return. For this reason, his personal mitzvah performance, infused and colored by his intense desire and attachment to God, was all transcendent. Benazai, quote-unquote, heard the pleasantness and the sweetness that existed in the mitzvahs that evoked this unbounded joy and rush, a transcendence beyond even one's own godly soul. Now we understand why Benazai would not have said, run to fulfill a minor mitzvah as you would a major mitzvah, as each mitzvah evokes its own level of pleasure. So we can't compare the pleasure of a minor mitzvah to the pleasure of a major mitzvah. In fact, the main point is race to fulfill a minor mitzvah, as even in a minor mitzvah there is this unlimited pleasure that can be accessed and is evoked, and hence the enthusiasm for the mitzvah. Hearing the preciousness, the pleasantness of a mitzvah can happen in two ways. One is that one hears the vast pleasantness that exists within the mitzvah itself, how closeness to God is the ultimate good. Or, one senses what his godly soul will acquire, how his, this closeness to God is ultimately good for him. These two are found in Ben Azai's two reasons that he gives for racing for a minor mitzvah and for fleeing sin. The reasons, because a mitzvah brings another mitzvah, 
and the reward of a mitzvah is a mitzvah. The essential point regarding the pleasure that a particular mitzvah contains is that it brings another mitzvah. The connection and the bond, the tzafsa v'chibor of a Jew to God. But whereas Benazai is also teaching something that must be relevant to those who are not yet at the level of experiencing how divine closeness is good, and maybe even someone who is just at the beginning of his relationship with God and mitzvahs and is experiencing only the satisfaction of his actions, Benazai adds that the reward for a mitzvah is a mitzvah. This practical reward, something that can actually be experienced as an earning, is too a mitzvah. It's a connection to God where one can feel a pleasure of transcendence. Therefore, for this reward too, there must be an unbounded race for a mitzvah.